and welcome to the Future Proof podcast from the north of England with Sarah and Stephen Waddington. We'll be talking about what's hot and what's not on the internet in marketing, media and public relations. Hello Sarah, how are you doing? I'm good, how's you? I'm all right, we're, we're sort of limping towards the end of the year, right? No, we're racing, we're racing. How are you? We're doing good. Come on. It's, today is out of office day. This is going to be an update, <laughs> upbeat even, upbeat podcast. And we're going to leave everybody on a high, ready for 2021. Bring it on. Right. So. Shall we run through what the agenda is? Go on. <laughs> go on. Go for it. Okay. So we're going to go through just a range of things that we've loved this year. So we're going to look at leadership, writing, media, books, people and communities, and um, we're going to leave you with a few reasons to be optimistic. So it's like the Future Proof Annual. No, it's not. This is about other things in the communities. There may be a Future Proof reference in there somewhere. We'll try not to link to Stephen's blog. (laughs) (laughs) Right, come on, let's kick off. Um, Bit of pace, bit of momentum. Come on, Stephen, you can do this. Leadership, leadership. Leadership, leadership that we've liked in the broadest sense. Now, we have to start here, surely, the only person that springs to mind above all else, Marcus Rashford. You think? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, come on. This guy is, what, early 20s, has managed to get the government to U-turn on school meals and has raised a phenomenal amount of cash along the way. Honestly, bow down, bow down, bow down. Yeah, incredible. And also celebrating the work of so many volunteers uh, and communities um, providing support with where, where the government uh, initially didn't around school meals during during holiday time. But has yeah. stayed completely apolitical amongst that, right? Amazing. Yeah. Uh, who next? Jacinda Ahern, the New Ze- Prime Minister of New Zealand. Fantastic communicator um, who, you know, went early. Uh, went hard. Was, went hard. Uh, wasn't frightened of, of uh, upsetting people uh, and, and, and being brutal uh, in her honesty. And as a result, we've got friends in New Zealand who seem to be living life pretty much as normally, right? Yeah, it looks great. And they're now enjoying winter sun, which uh, I'm tiny, bitsy, bitsy, bit jealous of. Um, Others, let me think of a brand. I really like Burger King's work. Now, we've all seen uh, brands. I like Burger King. I know you do. Well, we all can see that. But um, Burger King, is, I think, deserves deserves a shout out because we've all seen brands throughout 2020 who have turned their approach to support frontline workers, for example, or the public sector in some way, shape or form. What I really liked about Burger King is that it has turned its support to its own communities and sector where you would normally expect a, um, a brand not to support its competitors. It has been using its own channels to get people to, to buy from people who it would normally be in competition with. And I just think that was a, a very lovely thing to do. And I hope others are inspired by it. And finally, for me, a shout out to the CEO of one of the biggest um, biggest FMCG brands, uh, Unilever, and that's Alan Job, um, for the way he's continued to, to lead that organisation, firmly focused on the climate agenda, recognising the changing demands of consumers around COVID-19, um, and also looking after his workforce, one of the first organisations to um, ensure that all all. Uh, members of staff had adequate PPE very early on in the crisis. Um, he's just made a statement actually in the, in the last few days about his succession, hoping that the next leader of Unilever will be 
uh, a woman or a person of uh, minority. Um, so yeah, truly, truly great visionary leader. Excellent. Well, let's move on to media reporting. Oh, right. My highlights of most days have been tuning into the 10 o'clock news and watching Hugh on Hugh action. I love a bit of Hugh Lewis and Hugh Pym. Um, Hugh Pym, absolutely superb in terms of communicating the stories from the NHS in a very human way to help us all understand the context and, and the reasons that we need to adhere to the regulations that are being put in place. I think that's been brilliant. Uh, I know Kay Burley for me um, is a Marmite character and for many others. I thought she'd done a brilliant job in terms of holding um, our leaders to account, our political leaders to account. Of course, we've seen a, a significant fall from Grace recently when she broke the rules herself. You can't be in that position. It's such a shame. But I would also like to say that there's been some brilliant reporting, um, if you're talking about both Brexit and um, COVID, from the regions. And a particular shout out for me from Jennifer Williams for the Manchester Evening News, who has just been superb from start to finish and despite the flack that she gets on social media channels just is absolutely fierce and unstoppable so good good one up for the young female talent that's out there uh and for me so the the political team at cnn for their reporting all the way through um the u.s election who was not addicted 10 days of everybody just looking at cnn we were just addicted. So both their insight in terms of their knowledge uh, of the US and its communities, but also their data visualizations were absolutely incredible. Uh, and two media that I've uh, turned to increasingly through uh, through the pandemic, uh, the New York Times, just to understand the, what was going on in, in, in US politics, also for its COVID reporting and its data visualizations of, of infection rates around the world. Uh, and and tortoise my absolute favorite form of media just you know with its approach to uh inviting uh its publics into its newsroom and also taking a long form approach to 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 news reporting oh and a double gold star for me for marina hyde who has consistently throughout this very challenging year and pandemic um and ongoing political turbulence has made me belly laugh from start she, to yeah, finish. Yeah. Saturday mornings, Saturday mornings are, 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 are brilliant, aren't they? Because what you in today, let's have a look. I know she's just so so smart, and um, I regularly wish that I'd written half of what she has, which actually and brings segues us on. nicely. Yeah, it does segue nicely. Let's look at writing we've admired and things we'd wish we'd written this year. So, so many. So this is inspired by uh, Bloomberg Business Week story, the jealousy list of, of uh, articles that their editors uh, have spotted around the internet that they wish they were of mine. I'm going to go, first of all, with a, with a very recent piece of writing by Nasia Ali Shirpex, um article that she wrote about being a young person working, a uh, young person of colour working in a a regional agency with a boss of privilege. Uh, it's a wonderful piece of storytelling that holds no punches and and, and at the end calls you up short. Anything that Gemma Morney's written this year from Shook on planning, um, she's one of the young people uh, involved in AMEC in its measurement and planning, but uh, I've had the fortune to speak with her on a panel recently and she's just a really smart mind at the forefront of, of practicing our business, understanding understanding data and creating insights from that data. Uh, Sharon O'Dee's done some brilliant writing. So she's now announced a dam 
uh, and she's been one of the individuals at the forefront of the changes to workforce, often with quite a sceptical, cynical view of how organisations have rushed into to virtual working without necessarily thinking about the impact on productivity or culture or mental health. Uh, and she's done some brilliant writing on LinkedIn uh, on, on these issues and how you maintain productivity and create culture amongst a, a disparate workforce. Then finally, a shout out to Anne Gregory, who's uh, the latest edition of her Planning and Management book has just been published by Kogan Page. And that's an absolute must read. I mean, it's one that we've both got on our desk. Okay, and for me, the one that was stand out for me that immediately sprung to mind, it has sat with me ever since she wrote it. it, was a beautiful piece by Katrina Marshall for Future Proof, which talked about cultural grief. And I'm really grateful to Katrina for that, because I, I felt it was written in such a way that certainly I had a, a breakthrough in terms of understanding. And I feel like it has nudged others in the Future Proof community to understand what it is like if you're not in a position of white privilege. And um, I think for the first time, I, I just felt that was a step change. And also, uh, I then cascaded it into Future Proof 4, which was a celebration of, of um, talent from our black and ethnic minority community. And um, I, I'm just really grateful for it. And, I, and like I say, it's, it's a standout piece for me that I have been back and read multiple times this year. Um, so, so good on her and thank you. Right. Okay. Which actually, this is again, a nice little segue, not even planned. Most useful book of the year for us. Well, I, I think everybody who knows me will know that I'm without doubt going to say Charlie Maxey. Um, it's been out a little while now, but I have bought more copies of this book than I have ever bought of any other book to send to people. Uh, every single one of our kids has got a copy. My sister's got a copy. My mum's got a copy. It's just really superb in terms of all these beautiful um pictures with very few words on but just lots and lots of advice to get us through darker hours and just to remind us of the importance of checking in on people and being kind and that things do change and next day it will be better what more could you want for that for for, for, for today's times so I've got two books by the same author, a guy called Scott Galloway, who I've been introduced to this year by Scott Guthrie uh, and actually Daryl Sperry as well. Scott runs a Scott Galloway runs a really successful podcast. Uh, he's written two books. He's a professor at NYU and an uh, entrepreneur and business person. Written two books. First one, Algebra of Happiness, which uh, is just a, a guidebook to life, really, and it does a lot. Of, uh, good sense uh, resonates in that. But then he's also just published Post-Corona, uh, which is a book that takes a lot of the work he's written during the past nine months, uh, assimilates it into a book and looks at the impact on on society, uh, business and economics of, of COVID-19 and makes some uh, bold predictions for the future in areas like education and business. So that book is a book that I'm taking as a guidepost for, for the coming 12 months. Let's move on to communities. Oh, hold on. One more for me, actually. Just um, following on from what I said about um, Kat's piece on cultural grief, another good book that is worth looking out uh, on that theme is by June Sarpong. People may know her from gracing our TV. Um, but um, she's now a very powerful influencer and um, has written this fantastic book called The Power of Privilege and How White People Can Challenge Racism. I've got it. It's next to the bed. Um, it's, it's not a long ring, read, but it's a really valuable one so sorry that's my last one from there so where are we going from there people and communities uh, communities. Yeah. communities yeah hit us with it Wads. 
So my own Facebook community, completely self-serving, but started that during uh, during COVID-19. It's been hugely supportive to me. The Future Proof community, uh, I'll leave that for you to talk about. Comms Hero, the community created by uh, the gang up in, in Yorkshire um, that's run a couple of events this year, but also day in, day out, celebrates the brilliant work of people in both the public, private and voluntary sector and the excellent work that they do. And finally, yeah, I've got a new book out, So Exploring PR, the community of 30 to 50 thinkers and doers working at the forefront of practice that have shared their knowledge through this book, edited by myself and Ralph Tench, Future Proof. Yeah, um, well, of course, I'm going to shout that out. Like you, it's a crowdsource model, so it's not my work in the main. Um, a huge thanks to the community um, who have, again, come up beyond and above and beyond everything in the most challenging year. Firstly, the first one was a celebration of, 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 of black talent. Second one was um, NHS comms practitioners who have talked about the impact of COVID and what they do. And it, again, that is a very much, a, I think... Um, I think it can be described as a piece of living history. It marks a, a certain point in time. And uh, it's. I look forward to seeing where they go next because they have really surpassed themselves. And I'm very grateful um, to every single one who contribute, contributed, but particularly to the NHS, NHS practitioners who did it. I mean, how they found that time. Don't do yourself down by, yeah, it's not your work, but the job of an editor in finding and selecting and bringing together a community is, is a really important work. And then also distilling that into, to, you know, into, a product or you know a, a volume that that people are going to engage with is 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 a real skill so well done you thank you uh and you but um that brings me on to two of the people then that require um you know a little bit of back patting for that exact reason um elizabeth bananuka regularly talk about her excellent work she does um fantastic things on a continuous basis through bme pr pros and that community and um now through the blueprint and that's helping nudge on equality in our industry and um, we've seen another community spring up um thanks to advita patel and priya bates called a leader like me and I can really see that adding value and uh, again grateful for all these people do ones to watch come on let's talk about ones to watch people that have emerged this year with a brave proposition so there's a lot of energy in the in the startup space and particularly in the agency space where uh, covid has created gaps in the market for new opportunities and people uh, emerging so uh, I'm going to speak to shout out to Shani Lim, one of my own clients, I'm helping her at LimPR bring a strategic comms rooted in behavioural science approach to, to clients doing some brilliant work in public sector engagement. Daryl Sperry and Paul Slorry, the, the crew that have created Hard Numbers, focused on Hard Numbers, uh, the intersection between marketing, public relations and sales, helping organisations drive sales through through managing their reputation. Nick Govier at Blurred, an agency that's really come of age because... Oh, you pinched mine. ESG Ooh. proposition. Go on. Well, no, away, you, go, you do it. No, you do it. No, you didn't. Take it away. <laughs> no, I had Nick on my list. I also had Christian Fogan, um for his new data-led agency, Simply Thought. Brave people doing brave things and deserving the accolades that they're getting along the way. And, you know, it's been a fantastic year for uh, new agency starts, precisely for, for that reason. Elsewhere, you know, we 
trying to think of uh, vendors in the tool market that maybe have stood out this year, but it, it's been a really challenging year. But with that challenge, new opportunity has come, uh, particularly in the agency sector. People we need to thank, so communities and individuals we need to thank. Yeah, this is a this, long list. This is so many, and, and this is a broad brush. And there'll be people that we've missed, that's uh, always the way. But I, I think everybody would want us to leave the thanks for to the NHS and local authority and uh, leaders and, and civil servants who have worked day, night for, gosh, I don't even know. It's not months, it's years now um, to help us through these turbulent times. I hope they recognise that we do see them and we are grateful and um, we're just so glad that they're here for us. Um, and I think also it's really important to recognise our industry bodies. There's been some great leadership from the PRCA and CIPR this year. And um, much as that is driven by volunteers and that takes extra time and a lot of energy. And, you know, energy has, that has been probably difficult to come by this year as everybody's struggled through um, month by month, not knowing quite what was going to come next. Bye for you. Uh, so the key workers that, you know, obviously the NHS um, nurses and doctors, we, we celebrate also people, you know, not on the front line that, that are providing support through management and communication. Uh, the key workers that, you know, provide services to us day in, day out. Hosties. So, Delivery Posties, drivers, those delivery people keeping drivers. things over. Supermarket workers, who knew? People yeah. never really valued them until this year. And they've been there every day making sure that we could get what we need. It's it's something else, right? Um, yeah, and then, you know, you, you've mentioned the CIPR and the BRCA, our own organisations, trade organisations that have stood up. We should probably mention our media PR week and, and Provoke. They've done some brilliant campaigning mm. work. And then, a, you know, a massive shout out to, to, to Netflix for uh, <laughs> the content it has created that has got us through. Um, and you know, other TV providers and producers uh, are available. Uh, <laughs> other TV providers. Yeah, so Amazon Prime, we should name them as well. But, you know, who'd have thought that, that a cult show about um, Tigers, Tiger King, uh, would be so popular. Who would have thought the show about chess, Queen's Gambit, would be so popular? Both brilliant, brilliant productions. And, and you know, I know um, the thriller Don't Fuck With Cats polarised uh, audiences, but, you know... I you were quite fascinated, was, weren't I, you? I, I personally would like to thank Specsavers for their particularly brilliant line, Should Have Gone to Barnard Castle, because we will not forget, Cummings, we will not forget... Um, right, um, okay. Four so. years, four years to the next election, bring it on. <laughs> Are we counting? Tick, 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 tick. Well, so, reasons so our to final be optimistic. section, <laughs> reasons to be optimistic, there's an election in four years. <laughs> bring it on 2024. No, let's finish uh, as we as we started, um, upbeat. So the vaccine is here, it's being rolled out. It may take months to get to different parts of our community, but let's hold on, let's stick to the rules, let's make sure that we all do that so all parts of our community are there when we've all been vaccinated. So let's just keep going. I'd love to see the fact that we've got a big sense of community these days as well. And we've kind of recognised the value of that as was discussed. I think that's something to be to be celebratory so, about. So social cohesion and altruism has been uh, our, our values that have emerged through the crisis, haven't we? And we've seen this focus on the B Corp movement and and definitely on on ESG. I gave a shout out to Unilever, but you know there are, there's a whole host of uh, organisations and 
companies recognizing they need to push harder into to this uh, agenda. Uh, and you would you wanted to close with the green agenda. Uh, sorry, yeah. the green recovery. The, the, Two you know, things. Yeah, so the green recovery, um, whether or not it trans- transpires at the scale that I would have liked to see, it's now top of the agenda, both media and business agenda. And I think that's a very powerful force. The other thing that I think is more exciting and most exciting to me is this final move that was starting to happen, but very slowly to multi-agency working. So um, big global organizations have been saying for quite a long time now that there is no one organization, no one country, no one set of political leaders that can fix the big wicked problems that are facing society today across the globe. And I think this um, pandemic has brought that into sharp focus. Um, and we're definitely seeing that, you know, lots, lots more multi-agency working to make big differences in communities and and that feels good. And hopefully that will continue, not just in 2021, but beyond. So kind of it's brings us to a close, isn't it? And I'd like to say thank you to everybody who supported us, um, both personally, but through these communities and listen to this podcast throughout the year. Stay safe, stay well and eat your sprouts. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Future Proof Podcast with Sarah and Stephen Waddington. You can follow Sarah on Twitter at Mrs. Underscore Wads and Stephen at Wads. For more information about Future Proof, visit futureproofingcoms.co.uk. Until next time, see you on the internet. Yeah.